Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe any place you get podcasts. You can also catch me live. My radio show airs five days a week, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on KMZQ. That's AM 670 in Las Vegas. If you forget all that, just go to HeidiHarris.com. Interesting story came out the other day in uh, finance, I guess it was CNBC, and it said nearly one in three American workers run out of money before payday, even those earning over $100,000. Hmm. Okay. And they talked about things like going extra light at the grocery store, cutting down on medical supplies, buying clothing and household supplies secondhand, da 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 Let me just start by saying I understand what it's like to go through tough times financially, unexpected job losses, things like that. I think, well, I don't want to say we've all been through it. Maybe some people have never suffered, but I do know a lot of people who've gone through ups and downs financially. And it seems to me, looking at this column, that a lot of what they're talking about is just called budgeting. Everybody doesn't get everything they want. You don't get to load the cart up with steaks. I guess if you're taking food stamps, you can. But the rest of us actually have to decide what we're going to eat. And if you're a smart person, you will do things like coupons and things like that. My husband, for example, does all the grocery shopping for us. I can't stand a grocery shop. I've never liked it. I'll be in and out in five minutes if it were up to me and hit the drive-thru. I can't stand planning for food and all that. Just don't enjoy it. But my husband gets on that app on the grocery store and he works it like a boss. He saves us a fortune. He actually enjoys grocery shopping and he'll actually save us a ton of money. Now, why is that? Because we can't afford to pay an extra $50 for groceries. No, we could. We're not going to go broke if we do, but why would you? See, smart people or people who have a lot of money, which are not always the same thing. Let's say smart, rich people don't blow their money. They don't waste their money on junk. You'll notice that the people who have money and there are plenty of celebrities and things like that who were broke up to their eyeballs. I just read a story recently about Pamela Anderson, how she was married for 12 days to somebody she'd known for many years, and he paid off $200,000 worth of her debts. So there are a lot of celebrities who don't have a lot of money, and they're done with their money, and they blow it all. I get that. But the average wealthy person, I'm talking wealthy business owners, people like that, are not foolish with their money. Not the people I've seen, not if they want to have it for any length of time. So if you are somebody who makes $50,000 a year, shouldn't you be just as careful with your money as somebody who makes a ridiculous amount of money? I think you should. 36-year-old Amy was profiled for this column about how one in three workers run out of money before payday. She's apparently intimately familiar with running short on cash. And she said she and her husband make about $50,000 a year. She said, tax time hurts for us because we don't get a refund, da 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 Okay, get that. A lot of people have to suffer during tax time. Once again, you know, all of us, when tax time comes, we have to make, well, okay, not all of us. Maybe some people don't ever care. But I'm talking about your average person like me. You know, tax time comes, you have to be conscious of this and that and the other, right? But she says, we never have a lot. But spring, summer, and fall, we can usually get what we want at the grocery store. Okay. Wait a minute. She says the hard times hit pretty much as soon as the winter because the heat bill goes up and she and her husband know tax time is coming soon. It's back to cutting corners at the grocery store or hitting up the fresh food giveaways that occur in their region of central New York. Fine. Some people shop at thrift stores. I shop at thrift stores. I can afford to not shop at thrift stores. I shop at thrift stores. Why would you spend $100 on something? And sometimes you have to go to a regular store when you need an outfit for something special and you can't be, you know, digging through junk. But I find things at thrift stores all the time. Designer jeans. I just bought a pair the other day for like $6. I didn't really need another pair of jeans, but they were like 6 bucks. So I bought them because they fit and they're comfortable. I mean, I don't want to waste my money. 
I don't see the point of wasting money. Recently, I needed to go to an event. I wanted a nicer pair of jeans, and I was going to go to a department store, and I thought, you know, I'm going to take a shot and go to one of those, you know, TJ Maxx slash Ross slash whatever places. I took a shot. I bought a $100 pair of jeans, and I know they're $100 because I know this brand, for like a quarter of that. They fit me perfectly. It just just happened to be. I mean, it's a crapshoot, I know. But why would I spend $100 at Dillard's or Macy's or any place like that when I could go somewhere else, TJ Maxx, Ross, whatever, and get something for a quarter of the price? I mean, it's just, it's called being smart with your money. That's what it comes down to. And this particular woman, when she buys whatever they want at the grocery store, and then the heat bill goes up and they're not prepared, well, that's called not budgeting. I, I don't know what to say to people. I'm not picking on folks. Believe me, I understand what it's like to all of a sudden go into complete lockdown mode financially. Believe me, I get it. And if you follow my career, you understand this. And you go, huh, I lost a job one time a week after I bought a house. I get it. I understand. But you have to budget. You have to give up things. The first thing that goes for us is entertainment. We don't spend money on going out to shows. We don't spend money on dinners and all those kinds of, that's just out the door immediately. That's the first thing that's very easy to cut as far as I'm concerned. But according to uh, some folks at CNBC, 31% of respondents earning over $100,000 also regularly experience a budget shortfall before payday. Once again, that's not good budgeting. And they say it's the rising cost of living, including food, housing, education, medical expenses, da 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 Okay, housing I know is expensive, but you don't you can live with one less bedroom if you have to. I mean, a lot of this, I understand there are expenses that are hard to maneuver around. Medical expenses, unexpected especially, are tough. I get that, okay? I understand. If you got your kid to private school, that's tough, okay? When it comes to college, you need to look at this and be a better consumer. You just need to be a better consumer. You need to decide how much money you're going to spend on college. You need to decide whether your, your degree is going to be worth it. I mean, really? This is basic. But the idea that you go to a grocery store and buy a steak or buy anything you want, I don't know anybody who buys everything they want at the grocery store. I really don't, <laughs> once again, except for the food stamp people. Honestly, this is budgeting. Everybody has to decide what they want. You can't get everything you want. You can't buy the biggest possible house, a brand new truck. The other day I was... Uh, walking in my neighborhood, and there's a dealership not too far away. And I actually walked through the lot, and this truck that I saw that was real pretty. It's a beautiful truck, beautiful truck. I'd take one in a second. $68,000 for a pickup truck. Are you kidding me? And there are all kinds of stories about how people are taking out seven-year loans now or walking away from the cars they already have. See, they go to a dealership. The dealer sells them a car. And this is a thing now, I guess, and I guess it's been a thing for a while. They go to the dealership. They say, I don't like the car I have, but I'm underwater. The dealer goes, no problem. We'll sell you another car. And then when they go back home, they just quit paying payments on the other car, and it gets repossessed. And then they're stuck with all the. I mean, I, this is going to end badly. I'm going to tell you something. All these people buying $70,000 pickup trucks, and you live in a, a $300,000 house, really? And I see this more and more often. Once again, these are people spending more money than they have. They're not budgeting. I don't care if you make $30,000 a year, $50,000 a year, $100,000 a year. You have to budget your money. Financial stress, of course, apparently is experienced by 42% of working Americans today. Once again, and I understand it takes a, and, you know, a burden. It's a burden on your physical and mental health, and I get all that stuff. Okay. But once again, some of this is budgeting. When you look at the CNBC column, a lot of it's budgeting. Oh, well, we buy anything we want most of the year, and then when the winter comes, oh, we panic. <sighs> really? And are you living in a house that you can't afford? And sometimes you can afford a house at this moment, and then two years later something changes in your life and you can't afford that house. This is life, people.
I mean, for example, if you look at a neighborhood of homes, let's say there are 50 homes on a street or a neighborhood, there are people who are going to have to get divorced. Maybe somebody dies. Maybe they have to move. Maybe they lose their job. I mean, these are all things that are part of whether people own a house or continue to own a house or live here or live there. This is all part of life. And people need to be able to adapt better. And I believe me, I understand what it's like to deal with the cutbacks and unemployment and all that stuff. But no matter what the situation is, you've got to be able to adapt to it. And I, <laughs> I actually had a friend who asked me a few years ago, she had a real, some real problems financially, but she was living in a ridiculously huge house, which she did not need as a single person. And then she said to me, well, you know, like, you know, what do you cut back? I said, well, all kinds of things. She goes like, should I give up wine club? Yes, you should give up wine club. Are you kidding me? I mean, this girl didn't understand where you needed to cut. And no wonder you're broke. No wonder you're broke. I don't know what to say to you. So I don't know that this CNBC story really tells anybody anything. It's just a whole lot of people who simply can't budget money. And they really didn't talk about a lot of people who, uh, you know, who are really suffering that much. They just talked about people who couldn't budget. You make this amount of money. Now, when you lose your job, it's an entirely different thing. But if you make $100,000 a year and you can't make it to the next paycheck, you are spending too much. Do you really need Dave Ramsey to tell you that? <laughs> and he's a lot smarter than I am when it comes to these kinds of things. I, I, I just, I saw this title and I looked at it and I started to talk about it on my live radio show. And I went, huh? This is budgeting, people. This is budgeting. And believe me, I understand also that the economy is not as good as people would like to believe it is. I know a lot of everybody has a job. The economy is humming. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people I know are not making anywhere near the money they were making five or 10 years ago. They're not. And they've never recovered from what happened in 2007, 2008. Maybe they're still carrying a debt load, or maybe their occupation just no longer pays as much. So believe me, I understand what it's like. Certainly my occupation is one of those that I've seen a lot of people lose their jobs or take massive pay cuts. It's terrible. So I understand it firsthand. But once again, no matter what circumstances you have, you need to adapt to those. You may have to move. You certainly have to cut back on entertainment. You cut back on cable. You cut. How about reading more books? How about going to the library? There's so many things you can do to entertain yourself that cost nothing. People are just going to have to learn to be a little bit smarter because no matter what the circumstances are, you can rise to those circumstances or you can let circumstances run over the top of you. I prefer to rise to the circumstances. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget you can catch my live radio show five days a week, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. There's a link to listen live to my broadcast on HeidiHarris.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Heidi Harris Show. And, of course, I also have written two books so far. The most recent is called Don't Pat Me on the Head, and it's available at Amazon and also at HeidiHarris.com. There's a link right there. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Scottwell.